An Egyptian zoo has been accused of painting a donkey to look like a zebra. <laughs> this is great. I want to give a shout out to my friend Ben who sent me this article. And my mind went crazy with ideas afterward, but let's get into it. So a zoo in Egypt has denied painting black stripes on the donkey to make it look like a zebra after a photo of this animal appeared online. And you can see that it's clearly a donkey. The, the photo is clear as day. You gotta, you gotta take a look at this. It's just someone painted stripes on a donkey? What a genius, huh? I mean, come on. <laughs> a student put the images on Facebook after visiting Cairo's International Garden Municipal Park, which apparently has animals that aren't what they say they are. <laughs> He also took a picture of a Tyrannosaurus Rex that he believes is an aardvark. <laughs> Just kidding. I made that shit up. Aside from its small size and pointy ears, there were also black smudges on the poor donkey's face in an attempt to make it look sadly like a zebra. The pictures went viral quickly. Experts weighed in on the species of the animal. A veterinarian contacted by local news groups said that a zebra's snout is black and its stripes are more consistent and parallel. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the news source reported that the, this particular zoo contained two donkeys that had been painted to look like zebras. <laughs> well, you know, there's a, maybe there's a zebra shortage, okay? Uh, you know, I don't know. Are they an endangered species? I mean, I feel like all animals like that are from the sub-Sahara are like endangered species because like we're just... Humans are just... <laughs> It's just humans are ruining the whole planet. <laughs> Everything is in danger that isn't a human. Uh, so I feel like maybe it's hard to get zebras. I don't know. I don't want to judge the, the zookeeper and, and say, hey, or the owner rather, and, and say, you know, this was wrong. You know, maybe the kids, he thought like the kids would enjoy this. The kids won't know. They'll, what does it matter if they see a donkey that looks like a zebra, but they think they saw a zebra? They're going to go home and tell people, oh, I saw a zebra. You know, when do you have the opportunity to see a zebra? They're probably... Uh, there's probably only like eight of them left on the planet anyways. <laughs> so, so, so what? <laughs> oh man, I, got, I love stories like this. And you know, I wanted to make this one a little more interactive. I wanted to call the Cairo Zoo, but um, um, apparently it costs a lot of money to call Egypt from Los Angeles. So uh, I don't have any money in my Skype to do that. So it was like, I was denied the call. So then I decided, you know what? I'm going to do something different. I'm going to call... a a zoo in California, and I'm going to ask them if they'd be interested in some of <laughs> some of these animals. <laughs> so here's the phone call prank. I think you're going to love it. It's so funny. Santa Barbara Zoo, how can I help you? Yes, hi, how are you? My name is Ramin. I'm calling long distance from Egypt. Hello. Yes, so I, I own a zoo in, in Cairo, and I was in a little bit of trouble lately, and I have some animals that I need to move, and I thought I would contact some of the zoos all over the world to see if there's some interest. Uh, let me tell you what I have. I have, a, I have a donkey, but I painted him up to look like a zebra. Um, got me in a little bit of trouble, but looks like from far away, look like perfect zebra. Up close, say eh, maybe, maybe, but, you know, we make sure it stays way back in the background so none of the tourists can see. Um, I also have a Dalmatian. I put a hump on his back. You know, I built it out of cardboard. Looked like a camel. Uh, very effective. Also, I have a toad. Put some wings on, on him, on the toad. And uh, I call it mystery animal. People go crazy for this. Um, 
Want to know if you're interested in um, some of these animals for your own zoo? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, I give good prices. People enjoy this. Hello? Yes, I give you a very good price. Very good price. No one has these things. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I got in trouble myself for the for the donkey zebra situation, which is why I'm making this these calls today. But um, uh, a little bit of risk involved. But like I said, you keep them in the background. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You cannot let them get close. Social media, the people, if they get too close, they take the photo, it goes out, they Twitter, and the next thing you know, boom, I get the big fine, by the way. But, you know, I, whatever. I'm not going to let it hold me back from my dream of, you know, I'm going to get rid of the zoo and then maybe open a cupcake place. But for, I need to get rid of these animals. But I spent a lot of time creating these things, especially the Dalmatian look like camel. I mean, so much work going into the hump. I use paper mache, uh, clay, various arts and crafts, looking really good like camel. That's okay. Nothing. No interest at all. No. You think only real animals is what people want. I'm telling you, they love yeah, the toad typically. with the wings. They love the toad with wings. Mystery animal. They go crazy for this. Hmm. Don't, yeah, I don't. I just don't think we have room for it. I could make something specific for you. Uh. No, that's okay. No, but I get great ideas. I smoke a lot of weed. I look it. I, I go on online. I watch Animal Planet, and I get major ideas. Major ideas, almost like Creator God from back in the day. You know, he make the world in seven days. They say he make these animals weird animals like platypus. I come up with even better weird animals than platypus. I tell you. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I think it's a no for me, but uh, thank you. Okay. Believe it or not, I came across another zoo story. Uh, this was sent to me by somebody on Facebook. So a shout out to Kendra. Thanks for the link there. Kendra sent me a few things. Um, she's a nice weirdo. Thank you. Uh, zoo offering visitors buckets of Detroit zoo poo. <laughs> so you want some poop from a zoo? <laughs> this is where this is where it's at. I don't know what you would do with zoo poo. I guess you would. Um, it's good compost, I'm sure. But other than that, I mean. What <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a zoo poo party? I mean, do those exist? This is Michigan. Some visitors to the Detroit Zoo will soon be able to add animal poo to their souvenir list. Free buckets of five pounds of animal manure, dubbed Detroit Zoo Poo, will be handed out as part of the zoo's Green Fest celebration. The event precedes Earth Day... <laughs> when did this happen? This was in April. <laughs> we missed this one. <laughs> I gotta check the date on these articles. <laughs> this happened. So this happened in April. <laughs> I didn't see this. I, I must have missed this one. This is a strange one. Uh, this showcases how the zoo recycles waste. Buckets of poo were available to the first thousand visitors, and uh, <laughs> they convert 500 tons of animal manure and other organic waste each year into methane-rich gas to help power the zoo's animal hospital. Wow, that's pretty cool. Nutrient-rich fertilizer is a byproduct of the zoo poo. <laughs> the zoo also says it's great for putting in your garden. <laughs> or for pulling a prank on a friend by filling up his very small Honda with zoo poo. <laughs> imagine, imagine your friend filled up your car with zoo shit. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> Sorry, man. Two tons of zoo shit in your little car. Yeah. You know? Gotcha. 
I want to know what would you guys do with Zupu if you had it. I'm sure you're you got some weird ideas. <laughs> Call into Weird AF News six four six four five zero twenty twelve. Also email me funnyjones at gmail. You can DM me. DM me, baby, yeah. At Funny Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, it's comedian Jonesy. All right, got a weird one. Buckle up. So somebody's been having sex with a hedge in somebody's yard, and they're not too pleased about it. <laughs> a topiarist, a topiarist, I don't even know what that is. T-O-P-I-A-R-I-S-T says he is having to make regular repairs to his hedges due to drunk people pretending to have sex with one of the hedges that's in the shape of a woman that's reclining. (laughs) Now, he's had this hedge lady at his home in Sheffield, England, since 2000, and he's often woken up at night by passers-by who are drunk, and they climb on top of her and pull her legs apart. (laughs) He said, it's disgusting. Oh, poor guy. He trims his hedge. He he grew the hedge. He made it in the shape of a lady. And now people are dry humping the shit out of it. <laughs> it's all ruined. You got to see it, the photo of it. Its legs are like missing parts because people are climbing up in there and <laughs> rubbing against the legs. Oh, my God. People are weird. Wow. The hedge, which has which he has sculpted over the past 40 years, started off as a Greek god, but he changed it into a reclining woman in the year 2000. He said, I just peered out my window about 4.30 in the morning, and there was a guy on top of her going through the motions of having sex with her. It was disgusting. It makes me feel a little bit sick. I got to admit, that's just not the way to behave. (laughs) It's it's not always a guy, actually. Sometimes it's women who climb on her. I've seen it. (laughs) What? (laughs) Then he added, I don't want them to behave like that with my hedge lady. Oh, the poor guy. My hedge lady. Oh, I know. It's like he's he's in a relationship with this hedge lady. and he, it's, The hedge is being violated by passers-by on their, on their walk home from the pub. <laughs> you know, I had to do a little research because I'm like, what is the deal with having sex with hedges? And I thought, is there like a condition where you want to have sex with plants? Well, apparently there is. People are having sexual fantasies about the earth, the biosphere. It's called like... Eco-sex. Have you heard of eco-sexual behavior? Well, all right. Well, here's another article. <laughs> uh, there's a house of, uh, of uh, a gathering of eco-sexuals, which are people who make the land their lover. And it brings a whole new meaning to the environmentally friendly <laughs> culture. <laughs> eco-sexuals have fantasies about nature and they use their senses of touch to strengthen their romantic and sensual feelings toward the environment. Um, the whole idea is if somebody can develop sexual attraction and a love for the biosphere, they will in turn look after it going into the future. <laughs> it's, t- it's said to be a type of activism. The term ecosexual was invented by Beth Stevens and Annie Sprinkle, two women who claim to be passionately and fiercely in love with Mother Earth. Wow. In 2014, the pair publicly married the soil. (laughs) Okay, they married the dirt? (laughs) They were attracted to its power to give life and its beauty and the fact that it's, quote, real dirty. Ecosexuals talk dirty to plants, kiss and lick the earth. They bury themselves in soil and do new dances while the environment watches on. They also swim naked in natural waters, hug 
and lick trees <laughs> and give the earth massages. <laughs> I mean, if you can imagine any weird behavior and, and like, you just do a Google search and people are into it. I mean, I just can't even, it, it never ends. It never ends. Anything you want to look into, like, think about it. Think of, think of something. Um, let's just say, do you think people have sex with Play-Doh? Do you think people have sex with Play-Doh? I don't know. Type in Google, sex with Play-Doh. I mean, I'm, I'm sure something comes up. I mean, this is the kind of world we live in now, which is insane. I mean, it makes a, it makes a whole world of difference when it comes to creating my show because it, it makes producing it a whole hell of a lot easier because just I got stories coming out of my brain here. There's not enough for me to even get involved in. But ecosexuals, I mean, that, that explains what's going on to that poor man's hedges, man. It's the ecosexuals. They're climbing up on her and they're dry humping it in the name of Mother Earth. They're, they have a love for the biosphere and they're, they're expressing it through the, <laughs> the penetration of a, of a poor London man's herb garden. <laughs> I don't even know if it's... I, I pause there because I'm like, is Sheffield in London? I don't even know where that is. I'm so not familiar with the UK. But yeah, you know, he, he, walking into gardens and dry humping the hedges. What, what is wrong with these blokes? Right? How drunk do you got, got to get if you're going to you're gonna penetrate some vegetation, are you? <laughs> it's a pretty good accent, right? I don't know. I'm sure the people from the UK will call me and complain about that one. Ha! So listen, guys. It's Friday. And uh, so why don't you get weird this weekend and um, get take all your clothes off and make love to the to the earth <laughs> and massage it lick a few trees and see see if that makes you feel good <laughs> see if it brings you close to mother nature <laughs> you weirdos you probably would <laughs> <laughs>